I just want to start off by saying I got thoroughly dragged on our uh, on our Twitter for at the end of every episode when I am frantically searching for a coffee cup and uh, <laughs> I saw it was tweet the Mr. Krabs meme where he looks really shaken up and I'm offended. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. Uh, it's the most accurate thing I've ever seen. <laughs> he he's real bad at this. Even like today, we actually do have coffee. There are some days where like he's just drinking water, or like we got takeout coffee, so it's like in a paper cup. So he just like pretends that we don't have to clink. But like, it's it iconic. Is so, do you hear the panic? There's few things that need to stay for every episode, and it's that fucking coffee pour, and it's the clink at the end. Yep. <laughs> and uh, this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Chris. And I'm Rachel, and we could get rid of that part, honestly. Really? No, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's important, and we didn't even start doing that until like 100 episodes deep. I yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I I swear, we were not actually saying who the fuck we were every episode until like we were 150. Not. Um, and then we were listening to other podcasts, and they, they were doing that, and we were like, oh, shit. Maybe. That's a good idea for people that don't know who we are outside of the show. I just am not great at this <laughs> remember the uh the one failed experiment where we came in and we were like we're gonna make a change to the show and we did two things one we brought in the fact okay that we do the fact has stuck yeah the fact has stuck but then we were also like so we're gonna have a segment that's about world events and then we're gonna have a segment that's like about our live stuff and then we'll have the questions like we kind of just like it's like we kind of do that we, but we do, do we? it whenever it like we want to talk about something that's happening in the world but then like it's <laughs> not a lot of you guys week. were uh, saying that it was too depressing and i agreed yeah <laughs> it was honestly a lot that but was like during election time so. i know that was when we were the most heavy but like it's not that we don't talk about stuff i just i don't know Sometimes I just need a chill episode yeah, myself. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure a lot of you guys come here as an escape from that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you guys come here, honestly. <laughs> a lot of you guys come here to sleep, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. Just fall asleep to the sound of my violent cackle. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I <laughs> neither. So, yes, we do have a coffee that was sent to us in our P.O. box. Yes. That address is on our Twitter if you would like to send us a coffee to try. Uh, we're, we're always open to Now, this try is things. a naturally sweet. I guess it's not technically naturally sweet. It's not naturally sweet. But it, she's a sweet She's a sweet bean. <laughs> sweet, sweet. So, this coffee is from Nemanja and Cody, and it's from Honduras. Yes. And so, they have said that there are... Uh, it's naturally sweetened with brown sugar, like not naturally, but like uh, it's they roasted. They brew with it. it with brown sugar, right? Or they roast it. They with roast the brown it. sugar, and then they say, but Hondurans usually add six teaspoons of sugar. Wild. To their coffee. Now which... we're not sugar in our coffee binges unless we're getting like a latte, but it's like I get a one pump. But this is nice. Yeah, I'm I not adding do... sugar. It's just like she's sweet. Yes, she is very sweet. It came in a wonderful package it's like a burlap bag it's which cute is, you know very rustic farm to table you know we used to say that all the time we gmo did. farm to table our i feel like our nuanced words are gone yeah we lost all originality nuanced. guys i don't even know what are we at now who's to say can you imagine listening that was to, the like, era of simlish being the binge time like every week yeah because <laughs> you didn't want to do any fucking work i'm just kidding <laughs> 
But, like, he, he loved those episodes because I could just, like, sit back and do my thing. And he just sat there, like, I don't know, even blah. <laughs> yeah. Blah. Blah, blah. Anyway, well, thank you guys for this coffee. Yes, thank you so much. And um, I do have a fact. Also, when we're moving this week, our P.O. box is not changing. So if that's something yes. that affects you sending us coffee to try, don't fret. The P.O. box is the same. Thank God something in our lives is staying stable. That P.O. box is the stability we all needed. Isn't it the same one we've had this whole time? No. No, we had another one. It's our second. Yeah. But I love her. (laughs) Yes, it's great. Uh, So the fact. uh, First of all, the fact, part one, is that WebMD has a page about coffee as if coffee is a medicine. I love that. (laughs) So I went into this worry because WebMD likes to tell you you're going to die in a lot of ways. And so I was afraid to read this page. Okay, so I was watching a YouTube video and I found out that WebMD is also sponsored by a lot of things. So a lot of their information is like also advertising based. And they can get away with it because they like disclaimer it by saying like this is not medical advice. Yeah, and it's like at the bottom. So like always check the sources. I don't really, honestly, I don't even know what I do. I can't look at WebMD. If I'm feeling a way, I have to just tell Chris to look it up because if I look it up, I will be You not, will feel every single thing that it tells I'm you in a you should spiral. be feeling. Yeah. I am like the absolute and like I know that's like a common thing, but I have like a big, big, huge hypro hypro hypochondriatic fucking ass phobia situation that my therapist and I are still trying to like really tackle because I am just terrible. So I literally if I have anything going on, I'm like, Chris, I need you to look it up because if I look it up, I will actually just be yeah. in a panic I, I don't bring anything forward unless I've read it from multiple sources and it correlates Ask your mom, to what, like, <laughs> ask my mom and it goes with Having your mom be a nurse, though, is like a blessing and a curse, too. <laughs> it's just, it's so, I don't know. Anyway, okay, the fact. So, yeah, the fact. Uh, it says that, like, so it's listing as, like, a medicine almost, and it's got, like, drug interactions and, like, all that kind of so stuff. So we're just talking, like, straight-up brewed coffee? Not yes. caffeine. No, yeah, brewed brewed coffee, not okay, the caffeine. Okay, just the bean juice. And it says like uh, one of the top things for dosing is like uh, for okay. to uh, relieve a headache, uh, you can do up to 250 milligrams of caffeine a day, which is two cups of coffee. So that's what they're saying to get rid of a headache. Okay. Two cups of coffee. It never works for me. No. Coffee usually does not work alone. I just do it as like a placebo effect because I'm like, oh, the caffeine will probably help, but then I'll also pop two ibuprofen, two Excedrin migraine, and I'll call it a day. Drink a water. The fucking... The coffee, no matter what, will make me feel better because I am so... Like, I... I'm comforted by the bean. I I am at the point now where I see coffee on a show. I have to have some. Oh, my God. It's bad. bad. It's getting so bad. It is really bad, guys. And it'll happen at the worst time of night. And it'll happen at the same time. Like, we'll be... And Gilmore Girls is the worst for this, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, like, any fucking show... Like, what were we watching the other day? I think it was Summerland. And they were, like, brewing coffee. And it was, like, maybe, like, 9.30 at night. And me and Chris looked at each other, and he was like... You kind of want coffee now, too. I was like, yeah! <laughs> so we brewed coffee. Please help us. It is so fucking bad. Like, I'll go to the off- or the kitchen at my office, and, like, I'll be doing something not coffee-related. Somebody will be getting coffee, and I'll be like, well, fuck. I need to get some. <laughs> I know. It's the absolute worst, and it's like they're not even trying to advertise it. I'm just, I'm just I'm having my problem. You know? It's fine. Um, so, okay. That's the fact. Cool. The fact of the matter is... The bean helps. The bean yeah. the bean helps. 
So, I wanted to start off this episode talking about... <laughs> Dramatic pause. <laughs> um, toxic online communities, but not in the way that you expect. Oh, I know where this is going. Alright, so this is a topic that we have really done our like i feel like we've been like secret i feel like i've done like undercover work we're i'm doing. ready to write my master's thesis on the evidence that i have produced from this tiny microcosm of the internet <laughs> yes so remember a long time ago when i was talking about communication classes that i took yes. and one of my favorite professors did his entire dissertation on the communication that only exists in words with friends online chat when you're like doing a random Scrabble game with a random stranger. And he wrote his entire calm dissertation on the communication that happens in those kinds of weird, like in-game chats. Which is weird to think of like that we would that's brand new. That we would need to study that. But that's so interesting. But it's like it's true. Like we need to learn how our communication's evolving. Because the technology has totally evolved our communication and it's like there's so many different facets of it and that being so like strange because you it's you're both acknowledging that you're strangers unless you're playing with your actual friends but usually you're just like a random match yeah and then it's like just like the weird in-game conversation that's usually real you know relative to the game if it's a bigger game then like there's specific terminology it's so wild like it gets very complex and you probably speak in a different manner than you would when you're talking in any other public forum type of a vibe too i feel as though when i if i ever talk like in a textual form on like a game like that a game chat a game chat i almost at first get a little bit more like just like direct you know and to the point and not Shit posting. Not shit posting Except at all. Except for when I start shit posting. Until I warm up to the people that we're with and then I go crazy. Okay, so let's fucking discuss what we've discovered in yes. our journey. So months ago, I was trying to introduce Chris to a card game that I used to play all the time at home. This was on our anniversary trip. Oh shit, it was, yeah. I so, taught you chess and you taught me hearts. Now, hearts is a really fun card game that I like because, and I used to play it all the time like on my fucking Windows gateway computer with the big cow boxes, you know what I mean? I was always intimidated Against by it, computers. Because I'd accidentally open it up instead of solitaire or spider solitaire, and then I'd be like, what the fuck is happening? See, th- <laughs> see that's the thing. I loved solitaire. I did not like spider solitaire solely for the fact that it was called spider solitaire and there were spiders. Yes. Literally, that was why. But I fucked heavily with hearts and then also free cell and the reason i like both of those games is there's obviously there's a level of like randomness that happens like all cards games you know they're all gonna have like luck but i'm a very big like puzzle strategy kind of a gamer like those are my favorite types of games so i like hearts and i like free cell because there is actual strategy and it's not just fucking luck you know what i mean like solitaire has a little bit of strategy, but it's mostly luck. Absolutely. All, everything else is trash. <laughs> like, it really is. Poker? Never heard of her. <laughs> I Poker has strategy, right? Yes. I don't know. It, it involves money and counting, so I don't do too it. Too much strategy for me. There's too much. Too much. And whatever that game was that Fiona fucking taught us, which I still like, but it requires me to do quick math. We call it the math game. Yeah. There's an actual name for it, but I don't know what it is. It started is. with a D. I don't remember. Ah, shit. I should ask her. Um, but anyway, so... I was like, Chris, like you taught me chess. I'm going to teach you hearts. But 
we didn't have like a deck of cards and so we looked on our phones and we found this app now let's fucking honestly whore it's, out this app it's just called hearts but is that I, all it is uh, it's called hearts plus with the plus sign it's by a star software it's called hearts plus yeah. so this game you can actually play local co-op essentially not really it's not even local so me and chris can play in the same game together because hearts is always four players and we play against two like, other people two other strangers yes I, <laughs> first of all, are we 85? Like, that's what we do when we're winding down at night. Like, we used we to We sit just in bed and we just fucking, like... Play hearts. Play a couple rounds of hearts. <laughs> like, we are so lame. That's how you keep from last... That's how you keep the relationship alive. From last week's episode, <laughs> that's how you keep the fucking relationship going. <laughs> and if you played hearts before, you know, like, I like to spice things up by giving him the queen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if your relationship could stand two tests one a puzzle a uh, fucking puzzle okay three tests at least a thousand pieces a puzzle (laughs) getting your partner giving you the queen in hearts and also surviving super mario 3d world yes (laughs) then you know you're set also doing your taxes together (laughs) okay anyway those are all um, important things um so the game the chat okay (laughs) i have never in my life encountered such an aggressive seemingly innocent community it is the most aggressive online community i have ever encountered okay now i have been now okay maybe video game community but it's i have been on xbox live for a hundred years a long time and this is on par with that xbox live is fucking trash like there's a lot of shit on there and i'm not gonna say that this is worse than that because it's not it's just it's it's not the same it's on the same level they are so mean and you are so rude and just like you think okay this is just a bunch of old betty's sending home Smoking a cigar, playing some hearts. You got the fucking HGTV on in the background. Martha Stewart living up next. No, <laughs> it is aggressive people who get their cheap thrills by like busting people's balls on a fucking app that they- lets you play a card game. And it is not poker. There's no money involved. It they is take so, it so hilarious. Seriously, they get so angry. And me and Chris just fuck with everybody because we're not serious. Like it's. We're not, but like, and there's no point of winning. Like, if you win a game, nothing happens other than it just says you win. There's like not even any like stats that like say how many games you've won or anything. Yeah, like, like there's know, literally there's no value to it. it other than like the cheap thrills that people get. So let's give some fucking examples because we have had some wild rides on this. Um, app. well, we were getting into some pretty deep conversations with somebody named no, it wasn't Cindy. It was Jenny. Jenny. Jenny, who. Um, called me a Trumpster uh, because I used the word y'all. She was like, y'all? Oh, so you're a Trumpster. That explains everything. And Chris was so offended. Like, I mean, I would have been too, but it was... And the entire... The reason why we started talking at all was because, like, she was dragging my technique. Yeah, so she... Okay, so the Game of Hearts, the point of it, that's kind of important to the story. So basically, when you're playing... You don't want to get the queen of spades because basically with hearts, you want less points. Okay. Like the more points you have, the first one to hit a hundred loses. And then whoever has the lowest amount of points is the winner of the game. So you don't want to get 
fucking the queen of spades because she's worth 13 points and then you don't want any of the hearts because they're all worth a point so your goal there's like kind of two strategies your goal is to either avoid all of that shit all of the hearts and the queen of spades which is essentially what i do because it's kind of the passive aggressive introverted pisces way to play this game (laughs) or you could be the aggressive or aggressive aggressor where you try to claim the queen and all the hearts because if you do that that's called shooting the moon and you get 25 points on everybody so it's like a pretty dick move to do but like if you can do it, it's pretty flawless already levels of complexity and terminology and stuff like it gets <laughs> fucking deep so this person like counted because i guess chris had like a lot of spades so when you have a lot of cards in the same suit it's easier to do that like dick strategy essentially and she was like counting that chris had like several she spades. was counting my cards she was like you just had 10 spades you're a coward like she called him a coward she was like dragging his personal being because he didn't like go for that dick move and you it don't was know the how funniest many fucking, fucking thing. How many dudes have like talked so much shit to us and then the minute they we get the give, queen we give them the queen or like we fuck over them trying to shoot the moon and they immediately quit the game. I can't tell you how often that happens. I, I it's the, the bell talks so much shit and then like, as soon oh, as that happens we're like, gonna win like i'm i've actually i'm like undefeated and like you're all pieces of shit i can't believe you have like nine points you're fucking trash and then they get the queen once and they immediately quit and it is and they're winning too it's always people that are like literally winning and they yeah. still quit because they can't handle getting any points. And it is honestly like honestly a i lose a lot but i don't care i like, lose all I'm the just time having fucking fun like that's what I, like <laughs> this goes into a whole other thing but like i play video games to like i have fun like i used to be a lot more like into like oh my god i gotta win i gotta win but now i just like to have fun while i'm playing the games. only games that i like to win are solo games that i have to complete in order yeah, to get like stories and stuff like that. i'm well, talking about like online you can't win a story like this yeah no online games i okay so i'm very intimidating also that's another thing like being a quote gamer girl Mm-hmm. Um, because you just get you just get trash. That's why in GTA I have a like a male, a male quote unquote character because if I don't, if I use my girl character, I get fucking like followed. Like it's actually fucking sick. And I know I've talked about that before, but it's so gross because yep. me and Tess one year we were like, hey, let's just try to like make some girls, and we did, and we just got stalked. But if we're dudes, they just kill us and run away. That's like just the norm in gta if you've played. god forbid you actually speak over like oh. the headset and like talk like, well when i do that i do you notice the voice that i oh, put yeah, on it's fucked up but i literally because i have a very you try and make yourself sound like a 13 year old i, I boy. literally like, try to sound like a th- i go like hey guys so like uh like actually i talk like that yeah. <laughs> exactly like that but i usually say like there's titties on the pier um Okay, but my new strategy in hearts is when there's someone being, like, very aggressive, I just keep saying, y'all like clams? (laughs) That's all I say. One time I got everybody in the game to quit because I couldn't stop talking about clams. (laughs) Do you remember that? Like, we were waiting around in the lobby for, like, the three people, or no, two other people to join, right? It took forever. And then Mm -hmm. finally we had, like, four people. We were so excited. And I was just like, y'all like clams, shrimp scampi? And I just kept saying a bunch of seafood dishes. And then everybody left. It's always like these, I'm a mess. These really like quote unquote like old people games where this really comes out because like we'll play like Jeopardy online too because we have Jeopardy on our Xbox that we can play online and 
people have I've gotten the most messages from people while oh, we played yeah, that game. Oh yeah, it's like that in like Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, like I don't get like I'll play like fucking it's like Titanfall, boomers. Call of Duty kind of stuff. I won't get any messages from anybody. I play those games. Suddenly, I'm getting messages like, "Wow, you're such a fucking asshole." Like, I can't believe Pat Sajak. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't. I can't explain it. I just here I, we are. If we get because we've been like wanting to bring this up for a while, where we're like, "Is this fucking niche?" But it, it's. I mean, it is absolutely download that game if you ever see two people named ruble and cron that's us um chris has a cloud for his default photo and i have a cat wearing a hat it's very nice um come play with us (laughs) it's we do it at like usually like midnight to 2 (laughs) a.m to counterpoint the like all the negative shit we did actually make a couple friends like on there like at one point we were like talking to like somebody that we met on there like outside of the fucking i know too that i'm fucking blocked on snapchat yeah because i can't talk to her anymore it was so like that night we had a really good night we played like probably like 10 games and it was always with this same person, Angelica, I think her name was. Yeah, and we were or having Angela. like Yeah, and we were having like inside jokes. It was great. It was all so on this stupid funny. app. <laughs> so then it would be like the three of us all trying to like get the last person in the game to like talk. Yeah. <laughs> it was so stupid. <laughs> That's like, another part too, because like so we're in this game with that girl Jenny that just kept dragging Chris, and there was just one person there named Cindy, and I was just like, Cindy, honestly, are you okay? Like what's going on over there? Cindy spoke. And then Cindy spoke and spoke. Cindy dragged Chris too, and I just kept saying, "Y'all like clams." So I hope we're, you. Uh, we're an absolute delight. Uh, I hope you enjoy that. <laughs> it's a mess. We're oh my god, Lila, Lila is flipping the just fuck took out. a shit, so she's flipping out. <laughs> Classic Lila. Um. So anyway, today is Wednesday, and oh <laughs> Lila god. loves Wednesdays, and we move in. I'm going to say, like, one day, because, like, Friday um, we are moving. Yeah, it's, so like, it's uh, really 36 tomorrow. hours, so, uh, yeah. Wow, is it really? Uh, a little bit more than that, but, you know, I'm going with that. Okay. <laughs> I love when you round up, or down, what? Um, <laughs> Sideways. <laughs> I love math. Um, so, we're very excited. Um, we almost spent, like, $200 on a plant, but we talked ourselves out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, let's get there first, and then we can, you know... Not assess the situation do that because we we were at our favorite plant store that i like just every day i'm like please hire me <laughs> i love them so much but they don't need that many employees we were literally talking to the owner and we want to get like some big big boys because we obviously have the light for it and the space and we showed him like the apartment that we were going to be moving into and he was just like oh my god so he took our like names and he's going to like let us know when like the prime plants are in you know in availability yeah, yeah. so uh we're on a cool plant list now um it's pretty exclusive we got an in at the plant shop i feel very cool about it um <laughs> but i'm so excited so to just lame. get in there of course today i'm like it's a really good day to start propagating new succulents like i'm about to move so yeah. now i just have this plate Honestly, full of what soil are you fucking doing? i don't know i'm so overwhelmed right now because like there's so much that needs to be done so i'm just I'm There's a lot that's happening. My work has been extremely busy. I have a big project due at the end of the week, of course. And then also Same. you've got a lot of things happening behind the scenes as well. He just winked, but you didn't see it. Yeah. yeah. I have two big projects that were due at the end of this week. And then I also am, I don't want to say out loud, doing something else for a birthday. Wink, wink. Yes, I just don't want to yes. say because I know that bitch listens. Um, and then the move, and then also, like, keeping up with the Etsy stuff, so I'm just, like, over here, like, I'm just gonna pull these leaves off my succulent! (laughs) (laughs) 
I did get a lot done though today. Also, my skin is freaking the fuck out because I decluttered my makeup collection. So I'm now that bitch. Um, and I'm donating like three or two at least giant ass bags of makeup to Project Beauty Share, which is in Washington. And they donate makeup to different women's shelters all over the place. So it's a really cool place. And they just take like gently used makeup. And I have a lot of barely used makeup from like PR. And when I was doing that, I was also like, all right, the lipsticks that I've already swatched, you can't let them take. Um, yeah. So I was like, all right, if the lipstick has been swatched or touched at all, I'm going to try it on again. And if I like the way it looks, then I'll keep it. If I don't, I'm just going to get rid of it. Um, and through that process, <laughs> my lips are gone. And also because like I wipe my lipstick off on like the right side of my face. Going the like, going left to right. The fuck out. Yeah. yeah. The right side of like my mouth corner is like raw and like bumpy and irritated from like a baby wipe. So, um I'm doing great. Yeah. I just thought I would share that. We're trying <laughs> to like really downsize our shit again. We love to do that when we move. People are always like, "Oh my god, you guys move so often." And like that is true and also the biggest like I don't know. The perk for me is going through all of our crap. Yeah. And getting I mean, rid of it. It's not like I'm here, like, I want to be moving all the time because I fucking hate moving because now we're at the point where, like, we have a lot of things that are tied to an address. So I got to go back and I got to change That's all these the things. part that like, I don't like. Like, I hate doing all of that, but, like, it is nice to, I do like, like moving, though. It, but. Not I don't across like, the country. I, I don't love that. like the process of moving, but I like having a new space. Yes. I love decorating a new space, especially. But. And I know I said this last time. <laughs> I really, really, really do not think we will need to move for a long time once we have this place. Let's pray. Yes. Cross your fingers. Hey, we're saving so much fucking money, I'm not going to want to leave for a while. Yeah. And there's, like, a couple of other just, like, you know, perks with the place that, like, we are not having Pretty here. Pretty good. Man. I mean, yeah. that's why we're staying in the same building. Because we love this building. Yeah. yeah. Um, but fuck, I'm just ready to go through our stuff. Because, like, there's not... I feel like because we're moving in the same building, I don't want to, like, actually pack because there's literally no point. Um, yeah, so, so we haven't really done that much. <laughs> so, literally, we've just... Uh, we took apart the bed because we're not taking the bed. Yeah, so that's gone. And we listed some furniture that we're selling online. I'm and so mad at Josh, who talked to me on Craigslist, and he said he was going to buy our stools, and then he ignored me. Wow, Josh, wow, call out. Josh. Anyone want to buy my stools? <laughs> <laughs> um, they're gently used. Oh my god. Wow, this is what our podcast has become. Shilling our shit to our <laughs> Yeah, stool, get it? Uh, <laughs> I actually am disgusting and I should not be Alright, well that's the end of the show now. I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're like, I don't know. We're We're doing stuff. I'm like kind of overwhelmed that like our apartment doesn't look like we're about to move. Maybe we should take the stuff off the walls. That's a good idea. We could do that later. And the, that like, would feel great. The three things we have on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All four commands. That's tools. really great. <laughs> I think that would help. Honestly, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just ready to get in there, bitch. I am so ready. So, yeah, this will be the last episode in this apartment. So, say goodbye. I say mean, goodbye to these acoustics. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the thing, too. Um, next couple episodes, slash who knows how long, because we don't have a lot of furniture, because we're getting rid of a lot of furniture, and we're not going to be buying stuff until, like, end of May, because that's when we get a big payout. Yeah. Um, there might be some echoing that will occur. Maybe yeah. we'll record it in the closet. 
literally. Oh, I was thinking in the uh, the bedroom area. Yeah, as super com- not the glass room. Super not the glass room. <laughs> like we absolutely probably will never record in the living room on the couch again because yeah, that no. room is. We got to get that dining room set because that's where we'll be recording. Probably. <gasps> Actually, that's a great idea. Because honestly, the acoustics in that glass room, while great for my singing voice, <laughs> not great for a podcast. Very <laughs> echoey. High ceilings. We can't have this. Technicalities, you know? You know, it's fine. Um, so we'll figure it out. So please bear with us as our audio fluctuates. <laughs> She's definitely going to fluctuate. So that's the update on our move. You know, if you're tired of hearing about it, it'll probably stop next week. <laughs> Will it, though? <laughs> no, absolutely not. We'll be gushing about the new place for, like, the next, like, seven months. Whatever. So... It's the most exciting shit ever in my life. So if you don't want to hear about my excitement, then you are listening to the wrong show. <laughs> so what else is uh, on the docket? We don't have a docket. We don't have anything ever. We actually didn't have a lot to talk about this week. So we're going to talk talk about, like, my darkness um, for a minute. <laughs> it's always a fallback. <laughs> the fallback is my mental health. Um, <laughs> so I was hashtag triggered the other day, and I want to talk about it. And, yes, I was actually triggered because I actually have PTSD. Because trigger is not just a stupid internet joke that... That was part of what I wanted to talk about. Um... Because, like, let me describe for everyone who thinks it's cute and edgy to say that they're triggered every time anything happens on Twitter. Um, because it's it's really not. And it's almost become so mainstream now that I feel like I can't even be upset about it. Like, it's in every YouTube video. It's in every tweet. It's everywhere. Every podcast. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I get it. But I want to tell you guys a story of how I was, like, actually triggered this week. Because I think it's, like, valuable. And what it actually fucking, like, does What it you. feels like. So, the other night. Chris was in the shower and I was on the couch and I was just watching some Instagram stories. And I don't know about you, but when I'm watching Instagram stories, sometimes I'm not really paying attention to like whose story I'm on. I'm just kind of like flipping through, you know? Yeah. And I follow. So when I'm in my backyard at home and I say home, I always say home, but it's not my home. You know what I'm saying? I get you. The house I grew up in. So when you're in my backyard, we have like a fence and then you're facing another backyard to my neighbor, right? Yeah, so that's like, how mine was as well. Backyard yeah. neighbors. Yeah. Um, so he was like my babysitter. At times he was like, I would say he's like, what, 10 years older than me? I honestly don't know. Um, and so we were neighbors, whatever. So I have him on like Facebook and Instagram and stuff. And I was like flipping through Instagram stories and I come across his story, but I didn't realize it was him. And even yeah. so, it would still be very unassuming. And I see a photo of a house, and it looks exactly like my Yeah, if you house. don't know anything about good old Levittown, that's the uh, the birthplace of the cookie cutter or whatever, like the... Yeah, so I, I grew up in Levittown, PA. Same. Shout out to that fucking hellhole. Um, <laughs> and so if you don't know, it was like the houses all look the same because it was like the cheapest way to manufacture homes so all the houses i mean a lot of people have updated their homes and made them like bigger extensions (laughs) and then the one extreme makeover house (laughs) that always looks so fucked up i wonder if the neighbors have updated their homes yet because like it was just like cookie cutter house giant white box cookie cutter home and it was very wild um but anyway but my neighbor his house still looks exactly like mine okay like they haven't done anything to the front of it or whatever so i see that and i immediately think i'm looking at my house and i instantly have a fucking panic attack like instantly the physical reaction 
to my PTSD where I am like immediately like heart is racing. I'm panicking. I'm and I immediately start crying because when I and it sucks and I feel silly and I feel ashamed and I feel stupid in those moments. But I know it's literally just a physical response to trauma. You can logically be like, I know what this is, but it's still like going to fucking it happen, sucks. you know, but like. I immediately just like start like welling up and like this is all happening and it was because it caught me so off guard I was not expecting to see that and it was because like his whole family they're like moving out of that house they actually sold the house and their family's been living there for like 60 years and stuff so it was actually like really sad um because like that was the neighbor that like one I was babysat by the son and then also like yeah yeah they used to you know be really nice I don't know whatever they were nice people Um, so I just wasn't expecting, it was sad. And then I also wasn't expecting to see that fucking house. And like, that's, that like set me on like a whole journey this week that like upset. And that's what I wanted to talk about because it's so frustrating when I see people use that fucking joke, which is such low hanging fruit. And I feel like genuinely people at the, are at the point where they don't realize what they're saying. It's kind of like when people are like, Oh, I'm so OCD. I, was literally I just that. like to clean stuff. When and people it's say, like, that's I, an actual disorder. Honey. When people say I'm so depressed, but you're just having a bad day. Yeah. It's, there's so many different things like that. And triggered is the new one for PTSD and someone who, now I feel genuinely embarrassed when I have to vocalize that I am triggered by something because I know people won't take it seriously and they'll think it's a fucking joke. And, and they'll think you're just being suck? a stupid hit millennial kind of bullshit, I remember like. the first time I said that word in therapy, I remember I was like, and I know that you're, what you're going to say, but like I was triggered by it. And she was like, why would you think I was going to say something weird? I'm like, oh, well, you know, people are it's like saying that lately because it's literally like, they use the word triggered as also another way to like describe liberal, like the snowflakes, um, people that genuinely care about they feelings. Say, like, I don't know. <laughs> triggered is like becoming synonymous with being upset about something. Offended when it's when offended. It, the the joke is that like it's unjust though. Like you shouldn't be offended by something, and so you're overreacting. It's an overreact overreaction god i can't even yeah. speak because it makes me so annoyed um that's like the the genuine vibe when people are saying that or they're just like joking because i've also seen a lot of like liberal ass people use it, and they're like Haha, triggered and i'm like god that's so funny i actually experienced that and it sucks bitch like it sometimes it'll just disturb like a minute like i a thing for me one of my triggers is the smell of cigarettes, which fucking sucks, let me because tell you. Because it's a fucking popular thing that people She's do. She's out there. So that, to me, isn't as strong because I'm so... You're getting desensitized to it, probably. Probably a little bit. But I will tell you that when I see someone ahead of me when I'm walking, this is how fucked up having PTSD is. So when I see someone ahead of me smoking a cigarette, I stop breathing until I'm far away from them. Like, if I can hold my breath until I'm, like, at least a few feet away where I'm not going to smell it... Which I'm already thinking about it, so seeing it is obviously doing something, but the smell is what really gets me. And, like, just things like that that, like, most people are not fucking thinking about. You know what I mean? So it's, like, little things like that. Or it could be, like, the house thing, which has honestly disturbed, like, my whole week because it got me on, like, a thought process that, like, I did not need to be on. And it wound up... Mm. (laughs) It ended up... So this is, like, a family update for all the people that are, like... We want updates on the family. Um, it's still terrible. 
<laughs> like I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> I I know I like make a joke out of it because I don't know how else to talk about it without it. You're still trying to figure out how to process it yourself. So you don't know how to like, you know, how you. It's want my defense. To... Let's be fucking. Well, real. yeah, it is your defense. You've used comedy as your defense for your entire life. You know. Yeah, like... bitch. <laughs> um. So that whole like situation happened with like seeing my house or whatever. Um. So that like led me on a place, and. I got very determined to contact my family that has me absolutely and completely blocked everywhere. <laughs> like they have me so blocked. Um, so I got a little manic, <laughs> I would describe. <laughs> and I downloaded Google Voice, which is an app that lets you essentially use one of your like Google accounts to make phone calls and you just pick the phone number that you're quote unquote calling from. And so I picked one. It's like you're actually claiming a phone number, like really. So like that Google, it's free. That Google account now like has that phone number almost. I don't know how cool. to describe it. Yeah. Great. Um. So I picked their area code, <laughs> and like it's, it's not funny. It's actually quite sad. But there was a layer to it that was almost comical to me. Too bad I was, like, literally having a panic attack. But I can see it now. Um, (laughs) So I call... First, I call my dad because his birthday is actually today. So happy birthday, pops. You know? (laughs) You're a terrible father. Um, (laughs) So I was trying to... In my fucked up head, I'm like, okay, I want to wish this bitch a happy birthday. And also, like, gently ask, hey, how come you haven't talked to me since August? You know? Did you just, like, wake up and realize... You're done with your daughter. I don't know. So I call him. He does not answer. And I'm like, wow, this isn't working. But then I call my mom, who I have literally not spoken to since before we moved into this building. So over two years. Yeah. And the last conversation I had with her, it was like, we started talking again. And I probably talked about this on the show, but we we were like pretending everything was like cool. I wasn't. She was. Yes. And... At one point, I was like, okay, so are we going to, like, talk about the elephant in the room here? And she was like, I mean, we are just not equipped to talk about your sexuality ever again. So we can be in your life if you just, like, literally never talk about that again. And I was like, actually not okay with that, (laughs) ma'am. And that was the end of that. At some point in these over two years, she's gotten very hostile towards me. Which has been proven, because, like, I go in the ER, no one gives a fuck, you know, all these things have happened. And there have been other things that have happened that I have not even shared. So, and I'm blocked everywhere, right? So, I call her, and this is the part that was, like, almost funny, and now it's kind of a little bit funny, because it's been, like, a week. Um, (laughs) She was so shook that it was me, because, like, it's a fucking, (laughs) like, Langhorn number. (laughs) And she was so taken aback by that that it, i honestly got my thrills from that yeah but she was just kind of like hello because i had called like a few times and it's like 9 p.m there like oh my god are you kidding me you're calling after 9 p.m um and she was like hello and i was like hello <laughs> i didn't know what to say i was like really you uncomfortable were, you weren't expecting okay to be perfectly honest my heart was out of my body um and then she was like who's calling and i was like rachel and then it was like a second and then she hung up because she was just like so shook 
that it was me from this area code. And she's probably over there doing all kinds of research, figuring out how the fuck I managed to pull this off. Yeah, like, she's yeah. probably like, is she in Pennsylvania using a friend's phone to call me? Like, no, bitch. Yeah, I am she's just She's probably shady. calling fucking Verizon and being like, I need you to fucking, like, never let this happen again. How did like, this happen? Yeah. Like, I can only imagine. She's the absolute definition of, I was told by Apple Care. <laughs> like, if you want any description of my mother, that bitch is her. Like, yeah. Only mixed with a leather couch, aged f- not finely. Um, <laughs> I can talk shit. It's fine. Um, but anyway, long story short, um, she, she then threatened a restraining order. Um, the so, cyber police really going to get that oh, one going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <and laughs> so... Because I called again, and she was like, if you, and she's screaming, which I'm not going to replicate because I will actually lose my mind. Um, but she told me that if I did not stop calling, that she would file a restraining order against me, to which I replied that, like, that's certainly not how that works. Like, you're going to, I can just picture her in court. Um, Your Honor, I'm filing, I don't know how restraining orders work either, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, I'm filing a restraining order against my daughter because she won't uh, stop calling yeah but i'm not threatening anyone i'm not doing anything i'm literally calling my mother oh yeah order up bring in the lobsters or whatever bring in the dancing lobsters yeah bitch so that's where we're at obviously it's just a fucking empty threat she's really good for that um yes again you are all fucking like you are just playing this in a more light-hearted storytelling kind of way because like am i just gonna sit here and just obviously yeah. that's awful okay like objectively that's fucking awful right yes um oh wow you cut off your daughter because she's bisexual and now you want a restraining order against her because she won't stop calling to remind you that she exists that sucks like <laughs> i think sucks does not in- compass what that is i know and honey i haven't been to therapy yet this week so i can't wait for her to be like so like that must have been really really painful and then i'm like memes like it's so hard (laughs) does anyone else have that issue in therapy where you're like they're trying to draw out emotion in you but like it's easier for me to talk about all the horrible stuff that they do because i'm so like desensitized to it because that's the normal so the nice things are actually the things i literally cannot speak about because it was so few and far between and those are the things that i like those were like the silver linings you know yes so like those things i literally can't talk about but all of these painful things it's just kind of like yeah that's wednesday you know Mm -hmm. Wednesday my dudes so I don't know it's fucked up but we have a plan <laughs> not really a plan but it's not a lie <laughs> I uh so everyone and their mother has been trying to get me to like sit down and write like a letter and not really for them yes. but like for myself we get it and it just got really quiet in here because the fridge just like stopped humming the fridge is listening the fridge is like hold on she's gonna finally do that um we just fucking made our fridge sentient okay um is your refrigerator running actually she's listening um so I, i think i'm gonna do it it's just like it's very overwhelming to me also to know that like i will be putting so much work into gushing it all out for them to most likely not read it and if they even read it not absorb it or consider it i can i i know i picture them burning it with one of their packs of cigarettes oh my god what if they what if they smoke it they smoke my letter (laughs) (laughs) is that fucked up (laughs) i know as an outside party (laughs) from this that um 
the message will not be received. Either them not reading it or them not absorbing it because I know that as a fact that they are incapable of absorbing what you want to tell them in a rational understanding manner they have their ideas and their thoughts that's the that's that's, the telltale side of a narcissist and there's no nothing else that you could do say or like possibly like get them to do think like it it won't yeah, it, it is absolutely for you. Yeah. And that's, I know I'm here pushing you to do that because, like, I, I, I want you to do it. And like, it sucks because, like, so my headspace right now is kind of fucked, let's be honest. And I have two, actually three. I have three mementos besides my guitar, which is mine, and I'm not, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It's actually one of the things that they encouraged in me that was positive you know what i mean like that was a nice memory and i honestly don't really think of them when i think of my guitar i think of myself so it's a good thing but i have literally three items that exist in my apartment here that are like from my childhood and one of them is my fucking high school yearbook because of that stupid time that i lost my id and i had to get the whole dmv situation and i don't fucking want that at all in my home (laughs) fuck no no (laughs) Also, high school just being some bad memories on its own. Just not even fuck like, it. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need that here. Um, two is a physical photograph of me and my father when we, I'm very young. I'm like in elementary school and we're at a father-daughter dance. It's actually a very nice photo of us. And three is a sweatshirt of my mom's from her very first concert that she ever went on that she gave to me. And it was like, because she was like, you know, oh, you're into music. And it was a very nice thing. For, it was a very motherly thing to do. Yeah. A very rare thing to do. And so I've cherished that because it was like the one thing that was like, whoa, she's capable of this, but not quite. And so I don't know where the photo is of me and my dad. I think that's just like somewhere and we'll find it when we move. Yeah. And I know where the yearbook is. Um, it's in storage because <laughs> I don't care about it. And the sweatshirt, I know where that is. And I pull it out every once in a while when I'm feeling extra fucky. And my goal for the new apartment is to take all those things and put them in a box and write a letter and mail it to them with the return address being my P.O. box because they can never know where I live because uh, that's part of my safety. And they haven't known where I've lived for years now, which is yeah. honestly fucked up on their part and it makes me feel safer on mine and i think my goal and who knows if i'm gonna be perfect or not is to not reach out after that like let that be like i'm closing that one and see how i fare you know it's heavy shit yeah but i've processed it kind of (laughs) so that's why i'm sharing it um i know you guys like I don't know. I honestly don't know. I just needed to gush it out, if you will. I think people enjoy, not enjoy hearing about it. You guys enjoy it. They're so happy about it, but they appreciate hearing about it. Unfortunately, I I get the messages that people can relate, which fucking sucks. Yeah, absolutely. So, thank you for sharing that. Always, bitch. Yeah. Um, Just wait for the book when I'm like... I'm telling you, like, you need to write this letter so you can have a practice run for a book. <laughs> I I will. I, I My goal in life is when I'm actually really, really... Some more years under I your belt. I need more years under my belt. But th- I'm not putting out a YouTube book. <laughs> no. <laughs> Call it the ghostwriter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but my goal in life 
has always been to write a book. And I think the book that I will write is when I'm older and it's talking about like PTSD and sexuality and your journey and through life. That's literally those three things are the most and body image, but that comes as part of the abuse as well. Yeah. Um, Cause who's to say what my body image would have been if I had been encouraged. You know what I mean? Like, okay. That's a question for you, Chris. Because so, I know you didn't have that experience where, like, your family was, like, tearing your physical appearance apart. Do you find... Now, I know you were also fitting the quote-unquote standard of beauty or whatever. Yes. But do you feel... I don't know. What are your thoughts? <laughs> what? On my body image? Do you think that, like... I don't know. I definitely... Um, I don't have, like... I don't have bad feelings about my body because I do fit the the fucking like classical like body type of like you know what you should be striving for. Like I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm just saying that like, but like I do also. It's not something that I ever received from my parents, but like just from media. Like yeah, of course uh, that's gonna affect you. Like, you know, that I should have been more muscular and stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was very scrawny and skinny and, like, unmanly and all that kind of stuff. Like, I felt that, yeah. you know, absolutely. And now I'm like, I don't fucking care. I think I look great. But, like... That's how I am now. Yeah, but... I have my days, but, like, oh, my God. Getting out of that house I know, has when I actually so much. Also, not watching cable TV. Yeah. When I actually, like dress myself because i have clothes to like dress myself but i'm wearing like a sweatshirt right now (laughs) (laughs) and honestly this week like i've just been like really trash because i've just been so busy i've been waking up and just like running out of the door but like i know i i like my body and stuff like that but i did have that where i felt you know especially later in high school going to college that, that, was, that was a part of like my whole like i'm going to call when i went to college i was like i'm changing my entire personality like that was like i didn't say that to myself but that was kind of the yeah you that did. was that was fucking good. i did too. i said that i was going to break out of my shell to myself but like that to me was like i started like going to the gym and like actually fucking doing it and like he was ripped. And, like, I did build up a you little bit of muscle. Are, but, like, I never, like, I I don't want to have, like, that very muscular physique, you know? I Of course, like, I still want to, like, work out and stuff like that because I want to be healthy and everything. But I, in terms of, like, the image of my body, I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am so much better than where I was. It used to be to the point where I was, like would not leave the house tried on everything you were there tried on everything guys the personal growth i've seen over the years has been tremendous like first it was like i had to be full beat with like a stepping out outfit no matter where i went i was always that bitch that was overdressed everywhere i went because i felt like as a bigger person that i had to look like because i i i felt like oh well i can't wear like sweatpants and no makeup because then i'm like fucking trash so as like a fatter girl i had to like be wearing like a dress with tights and full makeup and hair done to be like extra Mm -hmm. and i had to be like outgoing and super funny to make up for my fatness and now i literally am just like 
what the fuck? <laughs> I can exist. I can literally just exist as I am. And like, it started slowly where I was like starting to dress down a little bit more where I'd, you know, maybe not do my hair. That was the era of YouTube where I was Miss Dry Shampoo in a bun situation. Yeah, yeah. And then it the was- The bun. The bun. And then it was like, okay, so I stopped doing my hairs often. Like I would still do it when I needed to look nice or whatever, but like every day it's just not practical. And just to account for the fact that I'm like a larger size, like that's ridiculous. Then it was like- When you get to college, you start realizing like, wow, I have no time. (laughs) And then it was like, I started to dress down a little bit more. And then the makeup started to come across. And then once I moved to Seattle, I was like, you're you're lucky if I'm wearing a bra. Seattle- like, the culture the here culture is very here. like natural, blah blah blah. Which yeah. like not everyone follows because we're also well, very. And I'm not saying here. that like natural is right and makeup yeah, is wrong. Matter. It doesn't matter. Like there's no right or wrong. I'm just saying that like that's I, the vibe. And here. that's what I'm talking about. Like when I talk about the fact that like I don't need makeup now to leave the house, I'm not trying to put down anyone that wears makeup every day. And I hope you all know that because the reason why I say it is because it is such a personal victory to me because when I was wearing makeup every single day, it was not because I was like, oh, I'm just expressing myself. And oh, it's just like, you know, like a fun thing. Like I was absolutely doing it because I was so deeply insecure of my normal just being. Yeah. And I, and it's not that like everyone that wears makeup is like that because there are people that are like hot and cold. They're like, I'm comfortable with like a full beat and I'm comfortable with like absolutely nothing on. And I feel like that's where I am now. Mm -hmm. Like, but it's, it's wild that like I've gotten to the point where it used to be such a struggle to get me out the door. And I would try on like literally everything I owned. And now I, Chris will come down and that's also a thing with like spontaneity. Like people used to drag me. They're like, you never leave your house. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm actually like really depressed and anxious. So thanks for pointing that out, honey. And um, it takes me like a long time to get ready to, to get, get out. motivated. Now Chris will be like, he'll come home and he's like, hey, do you want to go out to get coffee? You want to go out to dinner? And that used to be like, what? You, I didn't how, I didn't ask. How dare you? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I needed like at least 24 hours to get used to the idea of like having to leave and like see people and like face the world. And now I literally just chuck on whatever the fuck clothes are around and leave. And it's, first of all, the amount of time that I save is amazing. Liberating for your personal freedom. It's so liberating that I don't, I also used to feel like that burden on everyone else where like, people would be like, all right, we're going to go out to dinner. So I'd have to get ready like so much earlier than everyone else because I was like that person that had like a lot to do to get ready to leave. And I would hate like having people wait around on me. So I was constantly like, that's how I was for school. I mean, I was in high school, man. I was waking up at like 4.30 in the morning because I had to shower, do my hair, do my makeup and wear like a full outfit. Like what? All just so that I felt not ugly at school. Like... I wish that I could like talk to my younger self, which like I look great. Like what? It's crazy. And that's how I was before going to college too. I was like, I got to lose tons of weight before I go to college. Cause I'll never have sex again and I'll never like have fun and no one will like me. And like, I, I lost a lot of weight before I went to college and I have definitely gained like, I have no idea. I don't weigh myself. Cause I'm not I don't hate myself that much to weigh myself. But like, I I don't look the same that like I looked when I went to college, but the person I am, so much more confident than that person. It's wild. Yeah. So like, that's also, weight doesn't mean shit. Um, 
It's literally just how you, it's how you fucking feel. Cause you could literally like be in your quote unquote best shape of your life and you could feel like absolute crap. And that's personal growth 101. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I'll get people that are like, I'm, I miss the like angsty, like angry ranty Rachel that like, and I'm like winged eyeliner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's cool. I fucking don't. God, the amount That's of why, like, energy I spent being angry because I was literally being abused at that time. And that's where the anger came from. I had nowhere else to express it. I was just a fucking angry person because I didn't know how to get myself out of that situation. And so when I have people tell me that they miss that part of me, I, like, understand it objectively because, like, you're just seeing me entertaining whatever side of me. But holy shit, I do not. I do not miss that girl. <laughs> that girl was really upset and literally crying out for help. And I'm so glad that I actually cried out for help. You know, I just got to say, thank God nobody's saying, wow, I miss like extremely awkward, shy, never talks, Chris. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I'm jealous. Like, <laughs> I remember people were like, oh, my God, like we had friends that were like mad that he did not talk that much. I'm like honestly the amount of people that hate introverts is a mess yeah and i just you just gotta it's like squeezy <laughs> chris is honestly like squeezy, squeezy like father like son. you just gotta get to know the man behind the moon eyes <laughs> you know okay i'm done fucking what is this episode honestly who even knows it's a long one because who even knows how tired we'll be next week <laughs> maybe next week i'll get into my personal demons <laughs> 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 I hate this so much. All right, let's go on to some advertisements because we got to buy some furniture and then a nice quiz. So this episode of Coffee with Rachel is brought to you by adamandeve.com, which is a sex toy and all things pleasure website, if you will. As always, we have a great deal for you guys. If you use code CWC on adamandeve.com, you get 50% off of just about any item, free shipping, three free adult DVDs, and a free mystery gift. So again, just go to adamandeve.com and use code CWC to get that offer. Today's podcast is also brought to you by audible.com. Wow, are you shocked? I don't think anybody is shocked, but uh, here we are, and uh, Audible.com, <laughs> if you've never heard of it, is a place, the premier spot, I'd say, to get all of your audiobook needs. They have a wide selection to choose from, and if there's an audiobook for the book that you're interested in, it's going to be on Audible. Are you guys sick of listening to our voices? Why not listen to, like, Amy Poehler read a book? Exactly. You know, we are not the only people putting audio content out there in the world, and I'm sure you are sick of us, so go listen to one of those books. <laughs> so you can get a free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash CWC. Yeah, you'll get a free trial and one free audiobook. So that's, once again, audibletrial.com slash CWC. And we're back with a quiz that relates to absolutely nothing. Oh, we thought it would be fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's a design a hotel and we'll tell you where you should move to. If it doesn't say Seattle or Colorado, it's or, wrong. Or Hawaii. Because uh, honestly, I feel the vibes of Hawaii. I feel like I could retire there. I know it sounds so stupid, lame, t- typical, whatever. I live my life typical. I like corn. Get off my back. <laughs> I like corn. He got very defensive. All right. <laughs> Starting off with what kind of place would you want to open your hotel? What? In the heart of a bustling city, in a cute village, in the mountains, vast countryside, in a seaside town, in the jungle, or by a tropical beach. Now, this is fucked. Yeah. I, I honestly... I'm going for the mountains, vast countryside, because that's where I 
will go to turn into a tree. I'm going to go on a tropical beach because I want some sort of like aquarium vibes. Okay, I get you. Modern aquarium. What's the general style of the decor? Classic and elegant, a little bit hipster. They just show a branch with Edison light bulbs on it. (laughs) (laughs) Comfortable and cozy. It's okay. I have to pause here. Cozy spelled C O S Y. I think I that's spell the English Z- spelling. Is that the English spelling of cozy? Because I spell with because they Z. have colorful with a U. Okay. Uh, high fashion glam, Scandi simple, or colorful and eclectic. Okay. Now you're going for like a rustic. Yeah, I I go for that rustic log cabin ass vibe. So I'm going comfortable and cozy. So for me, if I'm going for like a modern like. Beach house. Beach fucking... Bungalow. You can fuck a dolphin here kind of a vibe. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I guess colorful and eclectic. Okay. Uh, what special facilities will you have? A rooftop pool, an adjoining trendy cafe, a beauty salon and spa, a library room, a games room, or a state-of-the-art gym. I'm going rooftop pool because that makes sense for I'm my vibe. Ooh, going... but a beauty salon and spa. <laughs> no. I'm going with the adjoining trendy cafe. Yeah, I knew it. Of course. What will you welcome your guests with? Some indulgent chocolates, some refreshing drinks, a bottle of fizz, that's <laughs> French for champagne, <laughs> a personal handwritten note, a guidebook and map, or tea and cookies. Um, I'm going to say a bottle of fizz, bitch. I love champagne. I'm going to say a guidebook and map for the mountainous regions that around. That makes sense. Yes, I have the vibe. I got the image. Um, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> what will be unique about the rooms? Each bedroom is themed. I actually fucking hate that so no, much. No, I'm in the dolphin room. I'm in the salmon room. Like, no. <laughs> um, a personal butler will come with each room. Everything will be super high tech. Each room will have an outdoor space. You can request a pet for your stay or oh high God. quality indulgent amenities. Okay. <sighs> I kind of want the outdoor space because you're like at a beach. That's what I was going to go But requesting too. a pet is fucking lit. Is that a thing? I, I don't know. I do not know. But also I would that's a liability. Think about that. I don't trust everyone. With if an I lost that pet, I'd be upset. But uh, high I'm quality going... indulgent amenities is kind of the vibe. I'm gonna go outdoor space. Yeah, I'm going outdoor space. As oh well. yeah, you're in the mountains. What kind of outdoor space do you have? A colorful and comfy patio, a slick rooftop with beds, slick, a magical little garden, a super chill dock over the water, a sun scorched pretty terrace or a minimalist rooftop with a hot tub i'm going a super chill dock over the water yes Ooh. um i'd have to say either the magical garden or a colorful and comfy patio uh i feel like garden yeah because colorful not the vibe for you yeah what will breakfast be like you can order anything off a wide and extensive menu what Our breakfast will focus on health and nutrition. We'd serve fresh pastries that are baked every day in-house. We'd have an international buffet. Breakfast can be taken in-room free of charge and at any time. Or guests will dine communally, ew, and have home-cooked breakfast. Uh, Um, These introverts over here. I'm not mingling. (laughs) I'm going to say breakfast can be taken in-room free and at any time, that's the best. I hate when they're like, it's uh, it's done at 9 a.m. And it's like one gross biscuit. Bitch, take a lesson from McDonald's. They started having breakfast at any time. And that would like shook the world when they did that. So <laughs> take a also Lila is trying to get a light beam on the wall right now. It's pretty great. Yeah. Um, I'm torn in between that 
in room at free at any time or the pastries are baked in house every day which i think i'm gonna go for that one because i'm a sweet tooth and it fits the vibe all right and the last question is what will your hotel be remembered for being like a home away from home top service and amenities cutting edge design and technology affordable luxury incredible location and setting or an eco-friendly and chilled room Ooh. what what do they mean by chilled like it's cold I don't know. Like, it's chill. I don't know. I don't think it's cold. I think it just means, like, it's cool. I'm going with eco-friendly and chilled, then, because that would be eco-friendly. Yeah, I'm going to go for that, too, even though incredible location and setting is, like, exactly what this is. Okay, I got Madeline, Columbia, a sprawling and dynamic city nestled in the heart of a valley. Madeline is, am I pronouncing that right? I hope so. Um, Is the perfect place to live in a city life within the tropical-feeling environment with lots of things to do and a roaring nightlife. This place will definitely keep you on your toes. Wow. I got Paris. Intrigue. Just charming all around, Paris is where you'd want to move if you love all things high quality and made with passion and love. Long strolls through the pretty streets will just be part of your everyday routine not to mention all the incredible fresh pastries that really does not relate to anything i fucking picked but i designed a lot of cabin in the woods you know (laughs) it's a hit or a miss guys and uh they missed the mark chris grab your coffee i'm not clinking why not because we have questions oh right where am i (laughs) what the fuck i don't know okay you're ready to fucking drag me for that now but it's fine we have question time uh first one's from jen who said, if you guys were invited to your 10-year high school reunions, would you go? Why or why not? I don't know. Which, no. first of all, <laughs> disgusting is that our 10-year reunion is in two years. Shut the fuck up. We graduated in 2010, so that's <sighs> fucking gross. I don't know. I'm I would go if, like, say... I could go with, like, Carolyn. I... But I still don't know if I would go. It requires, like, if they flew me out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. I but really, I'm not paying to go. Don't I won't pay if I don't have. Oh, anything I would go else, to yours though. I would go to mine, but I'd have to have something else that I was going to the East Coast for as well, because I'm not paying that kind of money just to go to a high school reunion. Yeah, I'm not Kim Kardashian. No, so I mean, I would. It just depends on you know if I really feel like spending. I'd the go money. if I could wear like a clever disguise, <laughs> like in and out. Talk to my favorite teachers. Peace. Get a cake. I'm Ronchel Blackhurst. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Ronchel. You don't, you don't remember me? <laughs> you know, it's fine. Um, Richard, or- as some teachers would call you. Yeah, they did call me Richard. I should have kept that. Honestly, don't I feel like a Richard? Yeah. I'm a Richard. I'm you're, a rich you're, Richard. You're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> dick Lee. That's my name. Oh my god. Is that gonna be your uh um my pen, pen name? name? Yeah. yeah. Please. If you guys ever see a book written by Dick Lee, it's me. <laughs> Somebody's gonna dig up some fucking book written by <laughs> Dick Lee. Like Maeve Binchy. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Okay. Next one's from Jasmine who has a couple questions. Uh hi Chris, Rachel and the Chunks. I've got a couple questions for you. Rachel, do you still play The Sims? Let's start there. Okay, um they destroyed my game. <laughs> <laughs> they broke it so they much. Broke it with an update. I can't play it anymore. Rip. We're morning. Uh, Do you guys ever plan on coming back to Twitch? I know there was an episode where you talked about how you didn't want video games to be a job for Chris, so I understand why not, but I love them, and it feels like I'm just hanging out with some friends. Like, I would. We just haven't prioritized it. Yeah, like, it's not like me saying that was like, I never want to do Twitch ever again, because I still enjoy it. It's 
you know, just that, like, I was at a point feeling like I should be on it on Twitch every time I played games. But we'll do it. We're just a little busy. <laughs> and then uh, the last question is also, which Hogwarts class would be your favorite? Squeezy and Lila, please feel free to answer. Okay, herbology for me. Yeah. Come on, plants. I know that mine would be potions because it's fucking measurements and... Math, probably. Yeah. But also care magical creatures for me. Now, Squeezy and Lila. Lila... <sighs> Would be... What? What's the fluffiest? Divination? No. Oh, no. She's... I mean, care of magical creatures? Yeah, she's care of magical creatures. Creatures. What's his name? Creature. (laughs) Fucky crust. Um, Squeezy would be like... Defense against the dark arts. Really? Defense against the spark arts? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe he would just be like... Uh... I feel like, yeah... Or history. History of magic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's very... He's a scholar. Yeah. He would enjoy <laughs> Professor Bins, you know, droning yes. on and on. He yeah. likes a relaxation. Or ancient runes. He would also enjoy that. Or like muggles, because he's like, what are Muggle you guys? Studies. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah. He's a, he's a man. He is very smart. We love him. <laughs> Someone on Twitter wanted us to tell the story that was so disgusting about Squeezy that we could not share. I still am not willing to share that no, particular story. No, I am story. not doing that. I, I want to preserve your innocent image of Squeezy. He's a beautiful man that has never done anything at all remotely vomiting. Or inducing. gross. Yeah. He's vomited a lot. Yeah, he, <laughs> puke, he pukes a lot. At least once yeah. a week. Are you kidding me? He gets so excited about his kibbles. <laughs> uh, Jess has asked, Dear Chris, Rachel, and the Fluffy Chunks. Ah. Uh, adding the uh, adjectives there. I see you're buttering us up. <laughs> <laughs> I've been living with my boyfriend at his place, which is a house with him plus four other men, and was wondering how do you ever deal with roommates eating your food and touching your shit? Oh my god. Four men? <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. How and then doing? they said, and how do you find balance when sharing a small space with your partner? Okay, I, first of all, in regards to roommates eating my shit, so... We resorted to fucking writing our names on shit. We straight up did that. We wrote our names on everything. Yeah. Um, because honestly, you're fucking like, you, well, at least when we were... You're paying for it. You're, you're paying for it. And when we were in college, like, you know, we weren't making a lot of money. So I it's also, like, bitch, those are my fucking... Like cheese blocks. Those are my cheese blocks. Okay, also, select non perishables will be hidden in my room. Yes. <laughs> like snacks. Yes. Um, that's honestly the best way to go about it. Or, like, if you do have any if you like, allergies, be like, I mean, I have allergies, so I'd probably just be like, all the gluten free stuff is mine, honey. I'm sorry. Like, you can, like, tell have them. A roommate meeting, but, like, but, like, I was not about that. No, no. I was just aggr- uh, passive aggressive. Yeah. Um, um, in terms of sharing a small space with your partner, uh, um, Eva, <laughs> I feel like we've said it before, but like the idea of having alone time, even if you're in the same room, you know, yeah. like you got your solo hobbies, your solo tasks, keeping your shit just clean. because you're in the same room doesn't mean you have to be talking to each other. You don't have to be doing something together. Um, I mean, that's a good way to like, you know, do stuff for yourself. Long showers, long yes. showers. <laughs> But I'm not. Um, yeah. But seriously, yeah, like prioritizing time to do stuff that you want to do that may not specifically involve your partner. Yes. All right, my best bonge. 
Bridget Dubin asking, staying motivated when you got the sads. And honestly, I thought that they said the suds. And I got really excited. <laughs> SpongeBob. Um, honestly, just tapping into like any of the fucking hobbies that I actually really like or watching something usually meaningless. Like right now, well, not meaningless, but like not heavy. Easy. You know, we're not trying to watch. What was that show that was really fucked up with Justin Thoreau? Uh, the, the Leftovers. Yes. Not that. But like Boy Meets World. You know? Which also has a lot of heavy life lessons in it, but it has a comical... A comical twist on an old classic. Yeah. Um, Honestly, it's just good, clean fun. And when you have the suds, you gotta go to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, they asked, what's your stance on pickled onions? And I gotta say, three snaps for those boys. You could literally pickle anything and you'd be okay with it. I, you could pickle a pickle? You could just, just have... <laughs> Go straight to the pickle juice. Pickle your I stomach I would drink lining. any brine <laughs> you gave me. That's my answer. Our future coffee shop is going to also have we should like call a it custom like brine. Beans and brine. Yo, get out of here. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Why not? Beans, brine, and memes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hate this so much. I, I know you're going to want to do that. Things that annoy you about Chris and vice versa. Okay. Wow, this is targeting me. <laughs> it's because they tweeted me. Okay, well, what annoys you about me? Go. Oh my god. Do it. Drag uh... me to filth. <laughs> Honestly. Okay, I'm not saying this to be like the typical like, oh my god, guy thing. But like, you can't decide where to eat ever. That's just a problem I have. Like, yeah. It's okay. It comes from me wanting to please everyone. And so I, like, I genuinely, I'll eat anything, anywhere, so I never want to be like, oh, I want to go here, because I'm like, what do you guys want? Because you guys might be more picky than me. And also, now that I'm hella limiting with my fucking food allergies, I just, I'm like, you pick the place, honey. I understand, but I I also want your input into where we're eating, because, like, I I don't want to just pick. I like the pressure off me. (laughs) You take it, honey. I get it, though, and that is annoying. Um, Things that annoy me about I feel like you you were prepared for this. I'm not. I'm not really prepared. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell you how many times. Well, I've talked about this before. When he breaks shit when he's fidgeting, like get your cube, get that cube out. <laughs> you have a fidget cube. Stop breaking stuff. That's it. Wow. That's pretty much it. Um, Squeezy could also stop shredding the toilet paper roll. Just saying. And Call Lala out could <laughs> stop stealing plastic out of the recycling yeah come on let us recycle and help the planet god damn it lila Lila. is like lila's not al gore lila's fuggy (laughs) lila's fuggy (laughs) and we'll wrap it up with two questions that are about Grey's anatomy because we still watch that amazing we're not caught up not caught up but we still enjoy it and so the first one is this is so random but i am just now beginning Grey's anatomy and loving it i've heard it kind of drops off in the later seasons what do you guys think and then the second question is what are our thoughts on the latest romantic pairing Ooh, okay so it does drop off in the middle times i would say like nine through like (laughs) 13 are pretty no it's 13 right now oh it's like Nine through twelve. Nine through twelve. It's pretty uh, not great. I don't actually remember when the big thing happens. You know what I'm saying? That it kind of turned the show around, made it like yeah. my new feminist icon. You know? What yeah, I'm saying? yeah, yeah. Um, um, but uh, <laughs> you the current it. season. 13. I'm enjoying. It's really good. It is really good. Honestly, I really did enjoy twelve. So it was really like. Nine through eleven. Because I know what happened in seven, and that was still a good time. Seven was good. Eight was. Eight was where it kind of started dropping. It started off, getting fucky. Too much Owen. 
You know, yeah. once they introduce Owen and he has a lot of screen time, that's when I fell asleep. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, it's just a lot. Owen's plot literally for the past entire time he's been on the show has just been him repeating the exact same relationship issues over and over again with different women. And holy shit, please end my suffering. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm very curious to see what they do with the finale because two main characters are going to be leaving us and everyone wants to know if they're going to die. And um, Ellen Pompeo has said that it's going to be fucked up. So, but uh, I'm yeah, curious. it's definitely worthwhile going through because it's picked up again. It's really good right now. I'm enjoying it, and it's like one of my top shows I look forward to watching right now. Yeah, all of our favorite shows are ending. But Westworld's starting back up, so we and Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, so we got a fucking. That's all like next week. Yeah, amazing. But uh, the romantic pairing. Are we talking about a yes. couple of? Avery and uh, Maggie's situation. Yes, yes. I love I think it. So people yeah. fucking hate it. Okay, first of all, I am not a Kepner stan. That's the first thing you got to know about me. And I, I absolutely love Jackson and Maggie. I fucking love Maggie. I love yeah, Maggie. I, I love think Jackson. She's great. I've loved her since she was introduced. She's, she's great. The introvert, geeky kind of like awkward nerd that that show needed. Yep. And I love her. Yep. And I just I love Avery, and I. Sorry, I don't think him <laughs> and April are working out, guys. Yeah, I don't know what to is that. Why people are upset, oh. or is it because of like the the parental situation? No, they literally. Well, first of all, they think that they have no chemistry, which I beg to differ. Uh, I'm sorry. Have you watched the same scenes that I have? Because but people are really just bitter because they think like like April and Jackson should be together, and that's a very big thing. And I get it. Whatever. Blah blah. blah. I just never. You're wrong, I liked them so. in the very beginning when they were just like fuck buddies. After that, it just took a turn. Yeah. Um. I liked the show better when April was fired. <laughs> so they're they're getting rid of her, and everyone's like really pissed. And I'm like, I just, I just don't care. And I also don't care that Arizona's leaving either, because like, do we all forget she cheated on Callie? Like, I swear to fucking god, like we forget. And also, then she oh. left, and they didn't know what to do with Arizona. So also, you know, I gotta say, I gotta say, I do love the irony of having the the person cheat on the bisexual. Love it. Fucking love it. Thank you, Shonda, for showing us that bisexuals are not just existing in media to cheat on their partners. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just thought I'd say that. Thank you, Shonda. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're wow. not totally caught up. I think on the, like, the last like two episodes. Cause yeah. We've honestly. Just been... We've just been watching Boy Meets World. <laughs> yeah. It's just been so nice. You know, a little feeny. It's just great. Mr. Feeny. Okay, we should uh, wrap this shit up. This is a lot. Um, Benches, stay tuned. Chris, grab your clink. I have it. I have it ready. I'm here. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week from a new apartment location. location. Bye. Bye. All right, Bapos. So we're here, and we've got what card game you guys are. This is not like any old card game like Uno. This is just cards you could play with a classic deck of 52. 52, You know? Jokers. What? I don't know. <laughs> Alright, we're starting with Kendall Knight, who is Knack. Scott Edward R. Wilmot, who is Wild One. Valerie Molina is Ramoli. <laughs> Ramoli. Jackie Goldfarb is Golf. Emily Sweeney is Sweep. Melanie Weldon is Suck the Well. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 
Um, Shannon Shires is Shanghai. Kimberly Proza is progressive rummy. Wow, not that fucking typical stuff. <laughs> Sarah Booth is Boo Ray. Emma Corbeil is King's Corners. King's Corners. Angelica Feliz is Raz. <laughs> Ashley. Crystal Hart is Hearts. Allie Patella is Pity Pat. That <laughs> hurt me, honestly. Lily Rose is Billy Baxter Lowball. Norma Ortiz is North American All Fours. Squeezy. Winter Russell is Russian Poker. Brooke Renee is Duran. Savannah Pelissier is Pelmanson. Joanna Tartaglini is Tarak. Joshua Kerman is Poker. Chantal Piat is Chase the Pig. No, oh my God, Lila. <laughs> Catherine is Calypso. Bridget Carey Davis is Backstreet Bridge. Colby Rhymes is Costly Colors. Haley Boucher is Boodle. No, oh, Boodle. Jake Parker is Parliament. Renee Medina is Mediator. Ryan Hara is Charlemagne. Grandma is great and tell me who you are, Grandma. <laughs> Sophie Yaramillo is Crazy Solo. Emily Milligan is Mill. Chelsea Grundy is Cheat. Haley Welsh is Welsh Dawn. Stephanie Lee is Gleek. I love that fandom. Just kidding. Oh my God. Jane Thompson is Slabber Jam. Kayla Bean is Caribbean Poker. Brandy Robbins is Robber's Rummy. Michelle Cox is Sheep's Head. Rebecca Mack is Machiavelli. Ioana Jensen is Selection Rejection. Chris, when I asked him out. <laughs> um, Leslie Wright is The Price is Right. Gwen Stowe is Ghost Up. <laughs> Kat Schultz is Oh Shit. <laughs> Jason Gonzalez is Do Ya. I love that. It's like, Oh Shit, Do Ya? <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Torolina is Elevator. Jess Adams is Canadian Salad. Daisy Blossom Dottie is Grocery Store Dots. Kennedy Rochelle is Horse Race. And Samak is Simultaneous Solitaire. Taryn Parker is Spar. Lutzi is Lou. Sony Vazbrun is Bragg. Fiona is Go Fish. <laughs> Stephanie Oliver is Steel Pile. Juanita Cara is Seven Card Stud. Cassandra Lee is San Francisco Poker. Avery Labelson is Dumbbell Rummy. There's so many Rummies. I know. Liz Holbrook is Hollywood Garbage. <laughs> oh my god, everyone I know in LA. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Madison Greer is Madrasso. Corey Springfield is Flower and Scorpion. Chloe Ireland is Irish Snap. Caitlin Whalen is Whiskey Poker. Dana Daly is Arizona 29 card pitch. <laughs> Flynn and Drew are Double Draw. Mackenzie Knight is Knaves. And Rachel Evans is Seven Bridge. The rest of y'all are the hearts in hearts. <laughs> yeah, okay. We got Samantha Grace. Pavithra Suresh. Jocelyn Fry. Hermione. Ishbel Mendez. Neve Kavanaugh. Bree Cram. Ashley Riefenberger. Allie Malone. And Kathleen Wynn. Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't end on Kathleen Wynn. And Kathleen Wynn. Also, I would say Grandma is the new, like, Blevo, if you Oh will. my god, the Blevmeister. The Shout out to anybody that remembers Blevy. Yes. Blevmeister, are you still out there? Probably not listening. Um, We still miss you. <laughs> wow. Those, that was a throwback. It really was. All right, y'all. You guys have a fabulous rest of your week, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.